Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. Sure. Out with the bad and in with the good, motherfuckers. That's right. Jessica. Dana. Hi, how are you? Great. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. I am Dana Powell. I'm Jessica Young. And, and we are we here to, are here rant, to and rave. rant and rave. Yay, here we mm-hmm. are, Jessica. You What do you do you have a No, I just said you Well, it could be fl- a kerchief. It's just a wad of toilet paper. I'm not that <laughs> I'm not that delicate or ladylike. There's so my many granny wished I, well, my granny always used to tuck a little handkerchief into every one of her little pocketbooks. That was a different era. Does your grandma it's ever cute. use handkerchiefs? No, but remember my dad did. It was yeah. a different time. And it sounds romantic until you have to peel the snot apart. <laughs> exactly. It's like great for one-time use. Jessica. <laughs> yes. I have to bring up something. Okay. What's your hat say? Pay me in pasta. (laughs) And I mean it. Yeah. Oh, Lord. I feel like I could get paid in pasta. Um, I like it very much. I'm just laughing because I tried on about three hats before this because (laughs) – my hair is dirty, and but instead, you guys get a Miss Grizzle from the Magic School Bus hairdo yes. today. Yes, <laughs> perfect. It's perfect. You really do look like her. Oh, if I had my glasses on, you'd really be like, "Oh God, it's adorable." That is her. Y'all, um, we're snotting and coughing. It's we thought Lordy. it was allergies. Everybody's got colds around the nation. So just mm-hmm. get ready for some nasal neptitude. I don't know what that means. I just made up that word. Dana, take it away. Okay. How was your <laughs> I like it when you make up words. <laughs> My week was great. Can I share something with you? Yes. Um, I want to share something that I'm proud of me for mm-hmm. um, that led to a really rewarding experience. So okay. uh, you may not know this. I don't know how into Nintendo people our listeners are. Mm. This is not a video game podcast. But um, my son is obsessed with all things video games and especially Mario, Nintendo, like all the things, right? Sure. And um, so for a long time, we knew that Mario Nintendo World was opening up on February 18th. We knew the date because my son knew the date. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Just like he knows the date that the new Mario movie is coming out. He's very, he can also tell you the date that some video games were created and by what studio. He's very into it. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) (laughs) so remember I started coaching improv again? Yes. And, you know, sometimes Jessica and I, you know, as creatives, we often have to piecemeal our incomes together to survive. (laughs) Amen, sister. (laughs) (laughs) And so one of the things that we both do is teach and um, coach improv Mm -hmm. from time to time. So I've had a team for a few months that I've been coaching and I just adore them. I'll shout them out. They're they're called Chugga Chugga. They're great. Um, They perform. They're so great. They're so fun. And they're genuinely lovely people. It's just great. But um, I started doing that again 
with the forethought of, I want to take my son to Mario World. And I want to take him nice. Because what I'll say about parks, parents, those of you who travel with your children to amusement parks, I do not know how you do it. I don't know how you squeeze it all into one day or two days. We were at that park for hours, okay? Mm-hmm. He got out of he got school early dismissal, so we headed over there about 1:30 or 2. Mm-hmm. You can't fit everything in. You're waiting no. in lines, especially with Mario World, do you have to get the three keys? <laughs> and here's where my story comes in and I'll try to make it quick because it's <laughs> humiliating. Um so there's some things at Mario World, where you get these little bracelets, let me show you for those of you watching. Okay. You you can pick your own little bracelet. This is it like mine. a slap bracelet? Yes, it is. I'll show you. Okay, it's okay. Straight like that. Oh, that's fun. Oh, there it is. Except one side <laughs> doesn't bend as well. And then, yeah, and then you've got it. Well, you use this thing and you touch it to different things. And it allows you to play games or rack up coins. Like you use your fun. fist and you hit the the question marks and coins come out and it all stores on this Amazing. little bracelet and then that's how with the keys is how you get into Bowser's castle now i believe oh. you also get into into Bowser's castle when you do the Mario Kart challenge that was a 2 hour wait so we're going to visit another day <laughs> 2 hour wait uh-huh toadstool no. cafe which is this sit down restaurant that's all catered to nintendo treats oh. right Totally booked up. Wasn't booked up when we got there. Uh, mommy didn't realize you better get a reservation. So going to have to do that another day. Oh, God. <laughs> like, You're going back just for Toadstool and Mario Kart. No joke. No joke. <laughs> so anyway, I tried to get us keys. And the way that it works is up to four people can do these challenges. Well, let me hmm. tell you, you needs the four people if you're with a child. Okay? Because Mama Dana was out there looking a fool with her glowworm body, Shut no up. hair and makeup done because mommy was like, I ain't going to see anybody I need, right? Looking <sighs> awful. One of the challenges was you had to run down this aisle, up and down this aisle, and every time an okay. alarm clock went off, these giant, everything is like 10 times life size, okay? Mm-hmm. And so this gi- these giant alarm clocks, turn red and go off. They go, and you have to go hit them, but you got to hit them hard. Okay. And then turn them off and you have to turn off so many of them in a certain amount of time to earn your key. Well, my child, no child, it's not just my child. No child understands hurry up unless they want to hurry up. Okay. Mm -hmm. And he was like, I would say it's 75% hurry. I'm going to need 100, okay? 75. He was at 75% hurry. And then his little hands, I would just hear poof, poof, and the, it wouldn't go off. And so Mama Dana was You're like a maniac. I was like a maniac. I didn't yell at him. I would every once in a while go, go make sure you hit it hard. <laughs> but Jessica, I can't fathom what I looked like. Oh, like, my God. Uh, some kind of, remember when Kanye did that tour where he had all those big guys with glow-in-the-dark sticks on the giant Shut up. No, that was me, except clumsy, roly-poly. I'm done. Uh, out of breath. 
banged my banged my bracelet off and walked away without it. Had to return back and go. I'm sorry. I know we just lost, but I believe my forty dollar bracelet. Nobody told me I was gonna have to buy is in there. <laughs> Wait, it's not included in the price of no, ma'am. No, ma'am. I don't no. like that. Also, I'm sure it's because it just opened and it's so popular, but like I saved my money to get the good tickets so I could get discounts on food, free parking, mm-hmm. because we live so close. When yes. he gets out of school early, we can just pop up there for two hours and buy him a giant donut, ride the hippogriff and go, you know, <laughs> we're, we're very lucky that way. So Sounds but no like discount. my perfect day. I know. To be honest, it's his mommy's youth because I used to work at Universal. And remember Robbie Tats, Rob Tatigen? Yes. Mm-hmm. He and I worked together. And we would the way we would take a break sometimes is he and I would jump on a golf cart, sneak into Universal, and ride the mummy. Then we'd go back to work. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> or Absolutely. we'd just ride around the lot where the tours Hilarious. were going. We'd just ride around. The- we never got caught. I don't know how. It is crazy, and you think about that kind of stuff that we really, really take for granted. A, because Universal City is literally right here. It is right in here. the valley where we are. Yes. Um, yeah. My friend used to work there. She used to work for Chelsea Handler, and she snuck us onto the lot once and then into the park so that we could mm-hmm. take pictures on different rides and shit, and that was our Herald team poster. Amazing. It was brilliant. It was brilliant. So funny that you mentioned that because I feel like the new generation, like a lot of people think improv is nerdy. That's fine. Whatever. We all have what we need to get through life. So shut up. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, But like, wait, what was it? What were we saying right before this? I just had to. About Universal and about your friend Rob sneaking you in. Uh The improv team pictures. So when we were young, when I came into the improv community that was just being built here in Los Angeles, everybody took team photos. And that was a holdover from Chicago. Everybody had team photos in Chicago. And I don't think kids are doing that now. And what I would say, what I would say is it is so cool to look back at all your people when you were babies. Because you won't always be babies and you won't always have the freedom to go do make them ups on stage a couple of nights a week with your buds like life happens and you get older and your priorities shift you have more priorities your stakes Mm -hmm. are higher like i i if any little if any little i don't know why i'm talking like they're two-year-old teams but um if any younger teams are listening or improvisers are listening just take some photos with you you don't have to make a calendar you don't have to but have those memories i read this article recently And I was talking about this with our friend Jay last night, actually, about um, people with Alzheimer's and dementia and things like that. They like to keep pictures in their rooms because a lot of us don't have a ton of memories Mm -hmm. from our childhood or younger life or whatever. But scientifically, it is proven that a picture will bring that memory back. It's almost like a touchstone. Yeah. And so that's why I'm saying. If y'all got teams together, take pictures together. Even if you're just going out, if you're just going out and you have pictures together, that's just a friend group. Take a picture of your team because you will want to remember it. Totally. Or even like a team at work or whatever. I've thought about that where I'm like, 
I don't know. I've been with this person for years and not once did we ever have a picture together. Oh my God. All the and time. I mean like or more was, for a memory. You know what I mean? Yes. Because I told Jay, we were talking about, he was saying that he was looking through his pictures and realized he had so many work pictures. He's a um, art designer and mm-hmm. for commercials and movies and things like that. And he said, I realized I'd have like a picture of this lamp or whatever, and I needed it for continuity or whatever. And I said, start getting in those photos. And here's why. When I was a baby, when me and baby Dan Tipton first moved out to L.A., uh, this is a little bit Hollywood. Sorry, I'm getting into corners. I expected <laughs> to not talk much. But anyway, this is cool. When we were babies and had just moved here, one of Dan Tipton's first entertainment jobs was that he would run the dailies back when they were still shooting on film. Yes. Okay. He would run the dailies from up north down to L.A. every day and then drive back the next day. And that's how they would get the film, to watch the dailies back in L.A. And one day they needed him to transfer some props up there. Now, this movie was We Were Soldiers Once and Young with Mel Gibson. Mm -hmm. And it was a war movie. So he had these rocket launchers and these guns. And like movie prop guns look very real. They look very real and they feel very real. They're super heavy. They're built like the real thing, right? So, boy, howdy, me and Dan Tipton and our friend Zach Durant, we pulled all those guns out and took a bunch of pictures of ourselves holding them underneath the carport of my first apartment in L.A. Dana? I'm telling you, I giggle so much when I look back at those photos. I am so glad we have those photos. And I don't even like guns. It's just the silliest thing ever. It's it, oh They're ridiculous. God. They're like yes. me with my legs spread as far as possible because I could barely hold up the rocket launcher, but making a face like, ah! And then we also have a picture of Dan Tipton next to his quote unquote dead body because they would put staff names on the dead soldiers for the film. And it said so Tipton? Tipton. It said no. Tipton, and we've got a picture of him by it with his thumbs up. <laughs> Hilarious. So take pictures, y'all. <laughs> but like For that reminds though. me of that, that job. And it reminds me of when we went to the rap party and I met Mel Gibson and I met Greg Kinnear and I met Sam um, Deep Voice. What's his name? Elliot. You know, so oh anyway, God. take Sam pictures. Deep That's my Voice. Only. <laughs> <laughs> I always forget his name. I love Hilarious. him. Anyway, that's me, Jessica, in a nutshell. Excellent. Well, I don't have much to say. I've been sick as crap all week, and I went down to San Diego, and, uh, you know, what what would a week be without me telling you about an amazing meal? Uh, Went to a restaurant new to me. I don't know how new it is to the world, called Steamy Piggy. Horrible name. Wonderful yes. restaurant. Um, if you are in the San Diego area, I highly recommend Steamy Piggy for all of your bulgogi and dumpling needs. Uh, bulgogi tacos, chili crisp wontons, oh, yeah, yeah, shrimp dumplings. Oh, yum, yum, yum. You lost me really at good. the word I didn't know, which was bulgogi. the third word. <laughs> what's bulgogi uh, is it bull testicles it's, no it's absolutely delicious marinated uh beef korean style beef so it's like a mixture of spices it's kind of sweet 
savory. I just can't explain. You know, like, well, there's nothing to compare it to. No, it's not like birria or something, which is a lovely, delicious, braised Mexican meat for tacos. Ooh, now I'm going to think about meat tacos. Uh, I'm going to stop I, All babbling. I'm thinking... Well, all I'm thinking is, why did they name that meat something so close to bukkake? Gross! Yeah! You're disgusting, okay? Well, well. <laughs> it's not me that sounds like that. My name's not Dana Owaki. Oh, my God. You are definitely not Hawaiian. No, I'm not. It's sad. I do like Hawaiian food, though. Um, you do? I'd oh, love you do? I do, yeah. No, I do, too. Um, That but reminds it. me it's... of... That I've reminds watched. me of... Um, Didn't one of... I hate talking about them. Shame on me for doing this. But didn't one of the Kardashians just name one of their kids a word that means penis in another language or something? What? <laughs> I think that's true. Our listeners will know. Whatever. We don't need to research it. Oh, it's dear not worth God. Our time. I hope not. <laughs> I think it's true. Anyway, it would be like if one of us named our child Fanny. And the UK would be like, oh, God, why'd you name your child Vagina? (laughs) (laughs) Jessica, do you want to tell people how to get a hold of us so they can tell us to shut up? (laughs) So, please... Reach out to us at the Rants and Raves podcast on both Instagram and Facebook. You can send us an email directly at the Rants and Raves podcast at gmail.com. You can go to the contact button on our website, www.therantsandravespodcast.com. More recently, and really burning up the charts, we got a new TikTok page and we got a YouTube channel. So on TikTok, please find us at the Rants and Raves P, and on YouTube, the Rants and Raves podcast, where you can find both the audio and video recordings of all of our shows. Thank you to those who are going along on this ride with us. Thank you for all of you who have been writing in, and we love you, and thanks for coming along this often bumpy road with us. <laughs> I love it. Jessica, can I be honest? Mm-hmm. I hope this isn't controversial. Okay. I really believe you more and feel like you have more power in your being with that hat on. (laughs) I'm not joking. This is my impression of you right now, okay? And we got our TikTok and we're blowing up the charts. Do you see this head? Do you see this? I'm really, I was like, I believe her. We are blowing up the chart. No, we're not. But I believed you. And now, again, don't get me wrong. We are growing in ways that I honestly, at this point, didn't expect. And and thank you I so know. so much. Like our, you know, our friend Jay. I can't tell him enough. He Jay, was right. You are the rock of Gibraltar <laughs> and our world. Okay. I just told him, like, it's the honest truth. He's pushed me to do this. He's pushed me to yes. do other things in my life. I, I told him, and this is the truth. Some of us just, we get lucky and find those friends that make us a yes. better person, a better uh, friend, and a better professional. And he's done yes. all of those things. And for Aww. no reason, just that he loves me. And I couldn't yep. be more grateful. And I, I wish I had something to give back as valuable to him. But I don't know that I do. I really <laughs> Just me. Anyway, 
I like the power in I'm your I'm sure you give it back to him uh, in many ways. But yes, Jay, seriously, you are amazing. He really did uh, get the ball in motion for us in so many well, ways. And-, and if I can be honest again, he's been on me <laughs> to get more creative now that I kind of know what I'm doing. And so he's not wrong. Uh, it puts me into an uncomfortable space. And I start saying right. old lady things like, I don't want to learn any more new things. I've learned new things for 47 years. <laughs> That's how I and feel. The sad thing is, the sad thing is I was speaking to him about another project where he's like, okay, so what you're wanting to do, if you want to do it on your own later, you're going to have to learn a new program. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> right. It's overwhelming. Never done learning. We're never done learning, nope. Jessica. We're we just never done learning. Let's remember that. Hopefully we aren't because it really, uh, I think, helps keep your brain sharp. Oh, God, yeah. It keeps you alive, like, too. for real. Reason. Yes. Reason and Absolutely. purpose. So I reasonably and purposefully need to make um, videos for children about plants. So I better get on it. <laughs> <laughs> the world needs it. Yes. Okay, we're going to slip on into our rants. I do have to make an admission real quick. Sure. And this is embarrassing. It's personal. It's vulnerable. It's embarrassing on several okay. levels. And I'm going to reveal it to you right now. I have been obsessively watching, and I've done this from time to time in my life, um, but I've come back at it real hardcore because I've found some guys that I really like. I've mm-hmm. been obsessively watching body language uh, tutorials. Where um, p- experts in body language watch interviews with criminals and then tell you how to tell people are lying. Oh. Like lip aspersions. Like I'm learning all these names and stuff. Right Where side did you watch this? It's on YouTube, y'all. It's called Body Language Panel. It's four guys. Some of them have trained the military. Some of them were ex-police. Some of them are whatever. They're great. One guy's British. Um so it's interesting because he doesn't know all of our stories. So sometimes he'll come into them. Like he didn't know specifically about Dahmer that much because he lives in the oh. UK. Mm-hmm. And he said he had heard of him, but like getting into it was more. And watching his body language, he was like so fascinated and pointing things out that we might not see because we have seen video of Dahmer so much. And there's been so much about mm-hmm. him. Anyway, it's fascinating. My point being, y'all know that I look at myself like and futz with my hair all the time. Um yeah, those things have meaning. So don't look it up. <laughs> I'm going to tell you hilarious. I'm going to tell you a really quick aside, uh, piggyback onto that. I remember listening to NPR years ago. Remember when we started having to go into those god awful tubes that we still have to go into at the airport where you stand there and the thing goes whoosh. Yes. And then it shows you, you naked. And then it shows yep. you naked in black and white, but you can see inside things. Yes. So the man who was the head of whatever the proper term would be, but literally like the head of security for Ben Gurion Airport in Israel was talking about that. And without using the word bullshit, talking about, excuse me, what bullshit those uh, machines were. He said, they do not find what they're claiming it's looking for. And he said, we have never once had a hijacking or a terrorist attack within our airports or a flight leaving one of our airports because everything we do is sussing people out 
with eye movement. So they have people that are trained in the military there and they come up and they ask you questions. And based on how and if your pupils and your eyes are moving, they know whether you're full of shit or not. Because that's something that we cannot control. These guys have talked about that too. I watched one. They were analyzing Diane, Diane Downs which she tried to kill her children. She did kill one of them. Mm, um, mm. She was very, very famous. I want to say it was in the early 80s. We were young. Oh, wow. I don't remember. I don't remember seeing her. I've just seen her as an adult, you know, but uh-huh. um, her pupils never get smaller. They're just intensely huge Ew. all the time. And you can often see, and I didn't realize this is something, but try it. You can often see she'll be looking down and intensely at you, but you still see the whites of her eyes on top. And I don't know how. I can't. Right. I can't make it happen unless I'm like yeah, that. That's crazy. Seriously. Which that's crazy. I don't know how she does it, but it's the creepiest thing ever. And she like they talk about having zero emotion. Connect. Stop with your eyeballs, Jessica. <laughs> I see you did it. You win. You're the psycho. You won. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! I was just talking Ooh. away, and you could not stop with your eyeballs. No, and then I got a horrible look up my nostrils. Dear God, pardon <laughs> me, everybody. <laughs> Yikes! Oh, don't we spread joy? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on that note, let's get into our rants. <laughs> oh yeah. <coughs> Okay, here we go. I'm up first, yes? Yes, ma'am. This is a rant from a listener, Kelsey. Thank you, Kelsey, for writing in. Hi, yes. ladies. I've got, I've got a rant for you. Why do people have to be right on your butt when you're checking out at the grocery store? I'm not meaning just proximity-wise. I mean, you can barely move to pay and put your items in the cart close. I turn around. This girl's right behind me as I finished putting the last of my items on the conveyor belt. There's barely enough space for me to move my cart and put my card in the machine. She's right there. I moved my cart to make it easier to grab everything, and she's in front of the card machine blocking any way back in if I had forgotten anything. <laughs> I, almost, <laughs> I almost hit the cashier trying to grab a bag because she was that close to me. There was an issue, so I had to get back to the card machine. She had this look on her face. That said, I'm not moving. So the cashier had to move the machine to face me, which didn't really work well. I was super anxious because I hate being in the way. But if I had a little space to breathe, rant over. Love you, ladies. Well, Jessica and any OG listeners know, they not going to be on your side for that one. Okay, me too. There ain't no sense. There ain't no sense in crawling up someone's butthole. You, they're not going to get done faster because it does make them nervous. Because for me, I'm not going to speak for Kelsey, but if I was in that line and that happened, a whole bunch of emotions would come through. You know, like they say, there's there's how many levels of grief? Well, there's an inf- infinite amount of emotions that Dana can feel when she gets put in a corner. Don't put Bubba in a corner, okay? Because first I would be like, am I misconstruing this? And I'd push back a little, okay? I'd I'd go, I'd make some eye contact. Like, what uh-huh. are you doing? Mm-hmm. That a little bit of that quick mommy look, that quick like, you better straighten sure. up or you're gonna get in trouble. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would be like, 
then I'd be like, am I slow? Am I doing things? And then I'd be like, no, I'm not. And that's the instant where it turns back on her. And when she doesn't move, there ain't no turning that thing back with the cashier. What turns is Dana's head and she goes, you're going to need to move. Now, this is where Dana gets in trouble because her mouth will not quit. Until somebody sews it shut with literal steel thread, thread, it will not stop. I'll rip that thread out to yell at you if I think you're wrong. I have a real issue with justice. I'm aware. I'm working on it. (laughs) But, like, if you're in a hurry, pushing the person in front of you is not going to help. Like, what are you getting out of this? What are you getting out of? Like face-to-face juking a woman checking out at a store. Are you wanting a fight? What did you just say? Face-to-face juking? What does that mean, ma'am? Are you serious? I'm serious. What is juking? Is that what you don't understand? You got it. When you juke your body at somebody. Like you're coming at them. It's juking. I... I need a show of hands, and by hands, I mean a poll when I put this on Instagram of who has ever heard that term or if I'm the crazy somebody. one. No, you're crazy. You're the one wearing a hat that says, pay me in pasta. Um, let me tell you something. I used to be the queen of being passive aggressive and a lot of <sighs> loud, oh, yeah, angry, no. exaltation sighs. Ah, lots of huffing and puffing and glaring. I lose it now on people. It started during the pandemic. And I think we've talked about this on multiple episodes. You, I think this is the first time that we heard from you when you said, you know what no, no means when a lady tried to come up on you. When I had people literally touching me and I didn't say you're going to need to move. I said, get back. At Target, like get back. Like I had a sword oh, and a shield too. in my hand. <laughs> I can't tolerate it. It happened to me again the other day. So now it's bullying. It's bullying. I take my time to unload my stuff so that it doesn't all get up in a mountain like this from the conveyor belt, from people pushing it. And I can't stand it. And what she's talking about, why have people started doing that now? Where they have, I know exactly what she means about coming up right on the payment terminal. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, know I too. haven't even paid yet. Get yeah. the hell back. Also, just for a yeah. privacy issue, get away from me while I'm using my credit card and PIN number and whatever else. Well, and also, I think Rude. if you're not sassy like me, and you probably shouldn't be because someday I'll get punched. But my whole thought behind that, I've always said my whole life. You may hurt me once, but I'll come after you again, and I don't play fair. So, uh, (laughs) (laughs) terrible, terrible way to operate your life. Let me just put that out there. But what you can do, and this is real, man, you can turn to that person and go, excuse me, I have high anxiety, and you are making me nervous by being in my space. Please back up. That's simple to say. Everybody has anxiety yep. over different things. There's no judgment yep. there. You're allowed to, ha- if you have anxiety, it just is what it is. And we all yep. need to be respectful of that. Yep. Totally. We have to be, you know, my son has some sensory issues with hearing, or he did when he was mm-hmm. younger. He doesn't so much yeah. anymore. But like, I had to be respectful of that no matter where we were, no matter what yes. we were doing. 
what was going on. I either had to provide him some comfort to get out of that, yes. or I just had to leave whether I wanted to or not. So yes. guess what, lady? You may be in a hurry, but the rules of the line are you have to wait till I'm done. So yeah. in that time, give me my space. You're not helping anything or anyone by bullying silently in that way. Exactly. And the fact of the matter is, I Weaseling always go, your I, way in. Yes, I always go. Uh, well, the cashier. If I were the cashier, I would say, "Ma'am, you need to give them space." But you know, they are so tired, and they I deal know. with so much, and they don't get paid enough. Don't worry about it. I'll handle myself. You know, <laughs> right? But I think she had every right to say, I, "I need some personal space." And I will say too. Yeah. Pardon me. I'm getting so worked up. I'm getting like burpees. Um. I will say, too, that they are teaching our children, most of our children in schools for the past, I don't know, 10 years, are mm. learning to say, I need some personal space, please. Yeah. And I actually think that's really great. My son I says that too. to me because that's how he was raised in school yep. to say if he needs personal space. And I always know it's not because he's being mean or because he's mad. Sometimes exactly. it might be. Every once in a while mm. it might be. But that's okay because that's his way of handling it. Without taking yes. it out on me. A hundred So unless you're looking for someone, you know, I've said before, I've said straight to people's face, what are you looking for here? Because I am looking for any reason to take all my shit out on anyone. Give me a reason. <laughs> now, exactly. that's scary coming from this, from this roly-poly five-foot-three woman because it sounds insane. You know, now imagine that coming from someone even bigger than me. But the thing is, when a person does get to that point, and we do get to that point, mm -hmm. life can get too much sometimes. You don't have a clue what they're going to do to you. Because yep. when I said that to a man, he straight up got back in his car. Because <laughs> I said, what are you going to do? Everyone, you, we are in the middle of downtown Burbank. Come at me. There'll be a million witnesses, and I'm looking for anyone, oh any God. reason to get some of this out. He went and got back in his car. Now, I don't recommend handling things that way. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I do oh think God. you have the right to speak up. I really do. Yeah, of course. And even when I'm even when I'm in a hurry, I ain't squishing people's stuff on the on the, the rolly it's ramp. What so do you call that? Rude. It's not gonna make it go faster. You, the conveyor no, belt. Yes. The only time I ever do that is if I say, Do you mind if I put this on the edge here? It's really heavy. That's it. Yep. And then I stay there until they have some space, you know? Yeah, totally. What did that girl think? She was just going to walk away with her stuff without paying? Like, you're the crazy one. You're the I crazy know. one. If you think I, I'd love to walk out of here with a bunch of free stuff, but I don't think they're going to let that happen. So get the <laughs> f out of the way. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. We're on your side, Kelsey. I'm sorry that happened. Yes, we I'll tell are. You, can I Thank give you, you a tip of something? In. Can I give you a tip of something that enrages people, mm -hmm. but please be choosy where you use it? Okay. <laughs> Instant rage. Instant rage. Things like, no, no. Like I said to that one man or one woman, when you say no, no and treat someone like a child or, or in traffic when you look at someone and cock your head to the side like a disappointed parent and go, shame, shame, and rub your two pointers together. You go, shame, shame. Shame, shame. Instant rage, especially from old white oh men. God. Oh, my God. 
You are out. They of go from zero to sixty angry. So good. <laughs> shame, shame. You should be angry. I'm treating you like the fucking child you are. You dickwad. Oh my god. Ooh, this is a this is a saucy episode. Let's get into your <laughs> rave, Jessica. <laughs> Uh, mine is going to be very short. Um, I am going to rant about the Sheraton um, hotel chain. Now, I can't speak for Jessica, all of their hotels. I have to yes. say, I am very concerned that we, as a Rant and Raves community, need to have an intervention with you about hotels. I am saddened yeah, by how much hotels affect your day-to-day life <laughs> spent a lot of time in hotels the last few years I y'all. know. I know. Um, every time i walk into this specific location uh in san diego i get sick every time and i'm ranting about it because i'm not crazy i know they want to look at me like i have three heads when i complain at the front desk but i am not crazy i went down there and as usual i was not in that hotel for five minutes and i started having a violent sneezing attack feeling like crap having a splitting headache blah 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 another actress that i travel with is very susceptible and has lots of allergies and has the same complaints as me. So much so as she said, I can't stay in that hotel anymore. I'm going to stay with a friend down here tonight. Wow. So it is at a point now where I'm like, I might not be able to do this job anymore if that's where they insist on putting us because admittedly, it's not just like, oh, just get another hotel. When I work with the police Anything that is done with a government job has to be done with a government rate. Like they get contracted out with, or not contracted, but hotels have to offer them the government rate, whatever that is, like $139 a night, no matter where you are. Like that's what the hotel has to offer. That's considered the government rate. So hotels will offer it for a bit. And then they're like, we don't have to offer it. We'll charge $250 a night for our rooms and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm Why am I rambling about that? Well, because it might cost me from not being able to work there anymore. But I am so sick. And I really believe that it is fundamentally for two things. One, there is like a chemical shitstorm of air freshener that they blast through that hotel. It is so overwhelming. It's an unplaceable scent. It's like if Febreze uh, collided with... I don't know what. It is so horrific. It's so overpowering. It's very colony. And mm. it's throughout. Also, the elevator in the 14th floor where they put us in these lovely suites smells like one of two things. And I said this at the front desk when I went down. I'm like, excuse me. Hi. Yeah. Um, I stay here a lot. And I'm getting sick every time I'm here. And I'm just trying to figure out why that is. Oh, I also have another question. I know you can't um, control the air freshener, but you might want to ask your management about that because it's become a real problem. Um, Has anyone else complained about the smell in the elevator or on the 14th floor? Because you guys either have a sewage problem or a methane gas problem. And I'm trying to figure out if that's what all the air freshener is that you're trying to cover up in here because the smell is so hideous. And you know what I'm talking about? That methane gas smell like around the grove and 
when I used to work at the Grove sometimes, like I worked in Beverly Hills and they'd like send us over to the store in the Grove. I remember the first time being there and there was alarms everywhere. I'm like, what does that mean? People are like, well, we're right on the La Brea tar pits. You know, there's methane gas everywhere. Those alarms are if the gas levels get too high. I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, how is that safe? How do we have a mall built on top of a gurgling pot of methane gas and woolly mammoth bones? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So my point is, are there mammoths under the Mission Valley Sheridan? Is that I'd your like point? to know. Is that, is yes. that your point? Yes. <laughs> Maybe I need to see if we can get an archaeological dig going underneath maybe. that breakfast buffet. I mean, maybe. <laughs> Anyways, I'm not joking. I'm sick as crap. And I'm it's sorry. every time yeah. I go to that hotel. Every time. It's like an allergic no, I reaction. You. When there's a pattern, there's something going on. It's like, this is not nearly as <laughs> troublesome as what you're talking about. But mm-hmm. like, literally every time I fly on a plane, I get a pimple. Every single time. Because of all the nasty everything going on. But I'm sure if I told an airline that, like, every time I fly on your planes, I get a pimple. They would think I was crazy. Basically, <laughs> that's my way of saying, I do believe you. Yeah. Uh... I'm sorry about that. Uh, it's all right. Rant over. Can you ask them to pay you in pasta instead? Pay <laughs> <laughs> <Maybe> in pasta. <laughs> oh my God. I'm having so much fun with your hat. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm going to wear it all day and I'm going to point it out to Alan. Nice. Yep. Um. Should we have a little cleansing breath? Yeah, I'll try. Oh, I know. You can hardly breathe. (laughs) It's okay. I'm a mouth breather anyway, even on my best days. Let's go. All right. Well, we like to get out all our ranty frustrations. Thank you, Kelsey, for sharing your rant with us. We're totally on your side. If you can, if you're not uh, in a public place, I encourage you to scream it out. Take a deep breath in and then it all out. Uh, It just feels good. I don't know why it relaxes you. If you can't do that, still at least take a moment to just take a breath with us. I swear you're going to feel better. I promise. promise. Yes. Especially if you're on your way to work. Oof. Okay. Ready? Take Mm -hmm. a deep breath in. And. uh, Yay. Poor Jessica has to blow her nose after. Very nice. Oh, my God. Okay. Let's move on into our corners, yeah? Let's do it. Uh, I have an animal instincts corner. I believe, Jessica, did you did you add birds of a feather flock together? Yes. Yes, I did. I like to give you credit when I think that you've added cutesy little things. Thank you. So, you're welcome. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't want Skycom to get the credit for that okay <laughs> so this ar- this article is from newssky.com so it's sky news breaking uk and world sorry about that flamingos form friendship groups based on their personalities studies suggest i love this this is by marachi ori a news reporter in the uk while previous research showed that flamingos formed cliques The findings of this new study indicate that friendships are partly decided by individuals' intrinsic traits. So cute. 
birds of the same feather group together, but when they're within their flocks, flamingos form smaller cliques of like-minded individuals. While previous research shows that they formed friendship groups, the findings of this study published in the journal Scientific Reports on Wednesday indicated that these friendships are partly decided by individuals' intrinsic traits. Researchers at the University of Exeter and the Windfowl and Wetlands Trust, WWT, studied a flock of 147 (laughs) Caribbean flamingos, or Caribbean, however you like to pronounce it, Mm -hmm. and a separately housed flock of 115 Chilean flamingos at the WWT Mm -hmm. Slimbridge Wetlands Center in Gloucestershire between March and July of 2014. Both groups were found to have individuals with varying behavior traits, and they appeared to use these traits to choose which flamingos they would associate themselves with the most. Crazy. For example, this is a quote, For example, bolder birds had stronger, more consistent ties with other bold birds, while submissive birds tended to spend their time with fellow submissive flamingos. Uh, The animal behavioral scientist Dr. Paul Rose said, a research associate at WWT and lecturer at the University of Exeter. Uh, In the Caribbean flock, personality was found to have an effect on social roles, with flamingos displaying higher levels of aggressive, exploratory, and submissive behavior, having more friends in their clique, and forming stronger connections with those friends. They engaged in more fights and were more willing to provide backup when friends in their clique were threatened, said the researchers. This is possibly because outgoing and aggressive tendencies make birds more likely to engage in a wider range of activities, such as exploring and fighting, which would associate them with more individuals. They added that if aggressive birds engage in confrontations more frequently than others, then stronger network ties might help them to gain social support from their close associates. This study is significant because it shows that for flamingos specifically, their social lives are complex and the relationships they form within them are clearly important to bird well-being and to flock cohesion. And both of these impact on breeding potential and reproductive success, says Dr. Rose. For captive animals more generally, this study shows it's important to look more deeply into the social lives of many more species of animal, not just the commonly studied species such as great apes and monkeys, but all social animals in the zoo. Since the researchers found the relationship between flamingos to be long-lasting with birds from the same origin, whether bred in captivity or caught in the wild, associating themselves more closely, they recommended that managers keep established relationships intact when translocating birds. Do all flamingos behave this way? In contrast to the Caribbean flock, personality did not appear to influence social standings and confrontational interactions among those in the Chilean flock. And the Chilean flamingos were not found to use age as a factor when picking their friends. That's interesting, as was done in the Caribbean group. The study could not say why that was the case, but noted that Chilean group was a lot smaller than Caribbean flock, and their breeding period was later in the summer. So these factors could have impacted the structure and behavior of the group, making it more challenging to directly compare the two. Researchers recommend that it should be replicated with other groups to see if their findings could apply to flamingos in general and not just these two flocks studied. It'd be great to see this work carried out in flocks of wild birds, but unfortunately, flamingos are tricky to investigate in the wild because they occur in such vast flocks and can be unpredictable in their movements. Therefore, following individual birds over time to see who they are is very difficult. So that's interesting. I like hearing that, though. I mean, I mean. There is something to birds of a feather flock together. Okay. I mean, how did two weirdos who have nothing in common like you and me find each other and get along so well? Like, as general day-to-day humans, 
you are somewhat highbrow, somewhat bougie. <sighs> you love you love your 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 fancy You know what like you you know fancy words when I just say things like, Yeah, it's cotton. You're like, Oh, it's on Berlay. I don't know. I you know things I don't know. <laughs> you fool. <laughs> And I'm like, I don't oh like God. sushi. Take me to Taco Bell any day. They always got coupons. Right? Like, I don't know how we found each other. But in some way, we are weird birds of a feather. That flock together. We flocked together for years and years now. <laughs> I think I'll we're part of the aggressive. you under my wing any day. Well, we might be part of that aggressive group of birds. I don't know. <laughs> I should say so. Proudly so. <laughs> um, you're going to freak out about this when Am you I? hear my corner. It's okay. been a while since we had a, oh, snap, corner. Oop. This is from none other than Oddity Central. Ooh, I love it. Is it written by Spooky? Um, well, I've yet to find another contributor on their site, but there's always hope. Oh, and it wasn't just a lucky guess. <laughs> Woman accuses son's teacher of seducing her husband with a giant banner outside of her school. Oh, no. An Argentinian teacher must have had the shock of her life when coming to school for opening day to find a large banner accusing her of sleeping with the married father of one of her students. Oh, no. The first day of school is usually one full of joy and excitement for students, teachers, and parents. But that was not the case at one Buenos Aires school where the general feeling was one of shock. Parents taking their kids to school and faculty coming to greet them were treated to a rather bizarre sight. Large handwritten banner hanging outside the school gates, accusing a certain member of the faculty of ruining a family by sleeping with one of the student's fathers, despite knowing that he was married. So, first of all, what is unmistakable is that it says Carla. I'm, I'm assuming her name's Carla because it's really calling out to her large and loud. Carla, you were the mistress of my baby and you slept with my husband. You ruined a family. As you can imagine, people started taking photos of it and posting it on social media. Great start to the school year, people. A Twitter user tweeted alongside a photo of the ba banner. The photo went viral last week, generating hundreds of humorous comments about the situation, but it's worth pointing out that it has been doing the rounds online. Why is that worth pointing out? You've now repeated I yourself three times, Spooky. Well, Getting real that sick article of these I just read, I know the article I just read had like five repeats. Why has this become the new stage of journalism? Uh... The identity of the accused teacher has not been revealed, but Argentinian media did quote a Facebook comment from a person claiming to be familiar with the case. They wrote that the cheating father was the one who picked up the children from school and that Carla took advantage of this, seducing him. The person didn't know how the woman found out about the cheating, but added that the teacher and the married couple knew each other well and were quite close. Okay. 
this is all I'm going to say about <clears throat> the end of this corner. Um, I'm not saying that you should like the person who you're spouse, partner, whatever, cheated with. But I've always yeah. said this. I'm like, why is there always more anger towards that person than the person that's with you? Like, yes, they're yeah, wrong. Why? That's a, its own issue. But your husband's the one that cheated on you. Whether it was with Carla or anyone else. Yes. Why don't and you take that up I with him? Taking personal things into someone's place of work just don't do it. Like, that's not where we need to handle our personal lives. And on know. top of that, it being a, a child's school where presumably her children go. Maybe. Mm -hmm. You're bringing up, like, all these parents are going to have to explain to their kids what's going on in whatever best way they feel possible. Yes. It's just drama, adult drama brought into where our children are stressed out anyway. Yes. Like, you know, they've made school days longer. Okay. You know, they're behind from COVID. We've got, you know, some states are pulling books out of their libraries and classrooms. Like, they got enough. I understand you're upset. but And please don't think we're condoning that. We're not like, no. well, too bad for... For you, Carla shouldn't get the bad rap for this. We don't mean that at all. Oh, my God. Absolutely not. Like, if you went to Carla's house, have you seen those where people will go to the person's house and put the big banner up and say, this person slept with my husband or slept with whoever? Uh, okay. I mean, if you're going to do it, do it there and not a elementary school. Right? Hilarious. But also, you're not winning anything. No. Like, word of mouth spreads anyway. All your people are going to know what she did. You don't have to put a big sign up like that. You are bringing everyone into your drama. Yep. I, I just don't find that um, acceptable. Really. I don't like it. I don't either. I mean, I would be mad too, but I feel like I'd be mad at the person who was supposed to be committed to me. Not I'd the put person that banner at with. my possibly soon-to-be ex-husband's work. Yeah, well, I don't okay. know if I'd go to his work because I need his money. Because if he ain't worth anything else, at least bring your money home. But oh my like, God, hilarious. How how about this? How about just confront them all, right? Instead of like me airing your dirty laundry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've never been in that position, so I don't know. Maybe I would. We all know I'm sassy. Who knows? I might rent a podium and stand outside of Fox Studios and yell at Dan Tipton. Who knows? Yes. And Judge Judy at your side. Yes. <laughs> uh, Mister, man, it's just if I wanted a, if I want a baloney, I'd go to a butcher. <laughs> Don't piss on my leg and tell me it's raining. I saw a clip of her yesterday. This is so off track. I apologize. Can't help it. It's too good. I saw a Judge Judy clip yesterday where yes. this woman was suing a plastic surgeon because she said that um, she got fake boobies and one of them was bigger than the other and they looked horrible. And Judge Judy said, I can't really tell from these photos. If you really want to push this, do you want to go in the back and show me your boobies? And she said, yes. And Judge Judy was like, I don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> like, they're huge. I didn't notice a size difference. They're beautiful. Like, congratulations. And then she spoke to her husband who was there with her and said, because she had said, you know, even my husband could tell, blah, 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 blah. And she was like, sir, if you are supporting this, something else is in your, your wife's mind. Something else is wrong because 
her her boobs are fine. So there's something else going on here. And for you yeah. to support this is wrong. You need to help your wife. And I was like, oh God. Ooh, not only I love did it, Judy. not only did Judge Judy take a lady back and look at her to Tata's. But okay. she also put that husband in his place because you know that husband may have been the one who wanted those boobs. Excuse me, Judy. <laughs> <laughs> Judy had a pasta hat with that neck swivel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Crazy. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing that. Yes. Uh, I don't know why I just thought of this, but I did. This is maybe one of the biggest non sequiturs I've ever done on this show. Um, but I have to give a little shout out to my father, uh, Mark Young. My dad is 74. He'll be 75 this mm-hmm. August. And my dad's gym at the hospital closed down during COVID, which was very devastating Ooh. to him. And you and I have both talked about this. We both have uh, fathers who have survived heart surgeries and who got yes. involved with like people in their community at the hospital that also yes, had heart absolutely. surgeries. And it was very devastating for my dad for that to end. Uh, the gym is just not there anymore. So um, my dad has started taking Pilates. Wow. And Dana, he won Excuse me, he didn't win, but he came in second place, and the person that won beat him by a mere two seconds. He came in second place yesterday in the plank challenge. What? And held himself up for four minutes and nine seconds. Wow. <laughs> That's I'm impressive. So I am proud so of bad him. at the plank. Oh, you should I've be. never done one. That's really cool that he did that. My dad also created a community and at his um, gym yes. that was in the hospital where the heart section is. Exactly. And he had all these little, all these little, all these girlfriends. Yep. Um, and now they don't, you know, because it just opened back up. Some of them don't have access, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah, yeah. But they still continue. They go out to dinner once a month, and they also celebrate each other's birthdays and stuff. And I they love all meet that. Up. They all meet up, and they all chat and have dinner together. It's so cute. Isn't that cute? Yes. I love I love it And so I much. love that our dads are like the men with all the ladies, and like not in a creepy way. No. But I think it's really sweet. Girlfriend. My dad's the only guy that goes to the class, and it's all like yeah, women sure. in their 20s and 30s. Yes, it. My dad, the same thing. It's many ages, even in his heart group. Right? He's got one that's yeah. not that much older than me. I'm like, she was born with some heart issues, so yeah. it's hard. But um, yeah, all ages, and that's Crazy. another thing too. We've been talking a lot about like sometimes older generations are like younger people are so annoying. I can't be around them, but I do mm-hmm. think there's value for both parties. For yes. older people to be around younger people to just share life experience and stuff, and then. Younger people being around you just does make you feel younger and keep you absolutely busy. Yes, going a hundred percent. I think those relationships are very beneficial. I love it. Me too. Oh, congratulations, Mister Young. Yes, I love it. All right, um, we're gonna move on into raves. I do want to say real quick, yes, there was a story released just last night. This was breaking news that um, a lunch lady at a school had been sending a student nudes. So there's that. Uh- <laughs> my 
God. God. What is happening? (laughs) All right. Let's get on into our raves because that's the best part of our show. That's why we do this. Let's do it. We like to share good news. If you have any of that, please write us in. It doesn't even have to be an organization. If you've got good news, if you have a local thing that you want to just say, we're proud of ourselves for doing this. Everything from like a local, um, one of those mini libraries to, Mm -hmm. hey, my kids were collecting socks and we dropped them off. We don't care. We want it all. We want all the goodness, big and small. And we prefer small because those are the people and things that don't have big money and celebrity mouths behind them. So don't think any story you have or any event you have is too small for us to share. We want it. We want it. It inspires others. So to start off this week, I'm up first. And my rave is I Heart Art Supplies. I Heart Art Supplies, um, it donates 5% of profits to Art Feeds International Program. This nonprofit supplies art lessons, training, and art materials to kids in need, allowing kids the world over to experience the life-affirming joy of artistic expression, which I think is so important. Yes. <laughs> um, I want to, on their website, you had sent me some pictures, and I'll show those in a second, of some really, really cute stuff. But I also wanted to read this real quick. Um, this is on the home page. It's iheartartsupplies.com. We believe that all kids are creative and need artistic expression to thrive. Oh, I believe that too. Mm-hmm. This is why I'm such a supporter of music and the arts in schools. It's so important. That is why we started I Heart Art, a brand new line of premium, quality, affordable art materials specifically for older kids who fall between young kids and young adults. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, I Heart Art empowers young artists by offering exceptional quality art supplies at affordable prices, including technique guides in every supply. Very cool. Giving back so that kids in need can create, celebrating kids' art on all our packaging. That's a cool thing. I'll show you in yep. just a second. We believe that expressing yourself through visual art is not only a wonderful emotional outlet. Yes. But it also builds a great foundation for other intellectual pursuits as research research shows. Yes, I love that. We believe that kids can make great art and they shouldn't be limited by their materials. They need serious supplies at reasonable prices. We believe that knowledge is power and that is why we include technique guides in all of our supplies with detailed step-by-step project ideas to help demonstrate new concepts and techniques and give kids the confidence to try and master new materials. We believe that all kids should be able to create. Unfortunately, we know not every kid has access to the materials they need to put their ideas onto the page. That is why for every item you buy, iHeartArt will donate 5% of its profits to Art Feeds International, which provides these art lessons, training supplies, and to artists that could not otherwise afford them. To find out more about Art Feeds and their incredible mission, check out our giving page so you can go uh, look at that. We believe that kids' art should be celebrated, and that's why we honor our young artists and feature real art by real kids on each package. No two packages are alike, much like the young artists who provided the work. Our goal is to use youthful artistic expression to speak directly to the hearts and minds of those we want to serve. Kids are creative geniuses. Ain't that the truth? And they don't have an editor. They don't edit what they do. They just get it out. I love it. Let's empower them to tap into their artistic um, potential. So again, this is iheartartsupplies.com. I love it. Let me show you a couple of pictures of the um, 
of the packaging just because it's so cute. They do. They put the kids' artwork on there. So, like, here's some watercolor pastels. Now, Jessica? Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, it's sideways. There you go. And the kids' art's on the side. Am I uh, correct in saying that I have a package of these? You do. Yes, I thought so. And then there's the full art piece on the back of the packaging. Sorry, it keeps turning sideways. So on all the packaging of their supplies is some of the art from the kids in the programs, which I really love. Um, and I have these. They were gifted to me by the lovely Aww. Jessica. These these watercolor pastel brushes, it specifically, they're beautiful. They're really, really nice. Like, I'm a girl that I'll buy from the dollar store, too, but these are really nice. I really love them. And knowing that it gives back is just great. Well, you and I always talk about this and we love it it's like if there's something that you're already going to get anyways like if you have kids you're definitely going to have art supplies but maybe you have them at home for yourself so if it's something you already need it's nice to put it somewhere where you know your money is going back towards a worthwhile cause so we love this and we're always going to be in support of any and all artistic programs for children uh all the way around they need it Oh, God, they need it so much. And so many places are so underfunded. Hence, the parents donating the supplies to the teachers. Uh, I know in places I've worked in the past when we've been dumping stuff, it's like, oh, please, can we give it to a school? And we would always like contact local schools and be like, do you guys need this? And never once did they turn it down. The art teachers were so appreciative. Um, and this has become a big thing now, too, with donating things that may otherwise end up in a landfill like textile scraps so a lot of teachers and schools can use that for projects with kids instead of it going into the trash like samples and stuff like that so if you work for companies i somehow got a hold of a big thing of textile scraps one really and and I made things out of them for friends. Yeah. I made little pouches. I made, I covered notebooks in it. I mean, but more importantly, what I want to, what I want to focus on here, um, I love what they're doing. And I want, I really think that there are some people out there that don't understand the importance of art yeah. and the creative things that we need to keep in schools for our children. Uh, Jessica and I are creatives. That's how I would define us as people, what we do for a living, what we do for joy. We create things, you know, we make people laugh. You decorate and do things like you have skills in that arena that I do not. Mm. Um, But that is you paint and make things. Yes. And we're both actors and all of these things. We're both writers. Um, Mm. That is the only way I have found in my life. That is the easiest workaround for me to be vulnerable, for yep. me to practice self-care and love, for Absolutely. me to express anything I am feeling. I don't have the normal ability of some others um, to just talk my feelings out or express my feelings. I have a lot of shame. I have, you know, all of these things that make up who we are through our life, mm-hmm. our experiences or whatever. Some is also just, we were just told when we were kids, be quiet. (laughs) Don't talk unless you're spoken to. And, (laughs) and not only is that a way for people to communicate, then they put that stuff out there and then other people can relate and they don't feel alone. And I am also a mega believer that art makes change. 
It's just not play. It's not playful make em ups. It's a reflection of life and where we're headed and where we've been. And art makes change. That's why I still do this. It makes change. It's a powerful tool. So please support the arts in your children's school. And I love iHeart Art Supplies for doing that. Yes, me too. I got so passionate. (laughs) Let me get on to my rave, which may sound a bit serious, and it is, but this is a good thing. And I was inspired because I just did this myself. And it's spring clean-in time, so I thought it would be a nice reminder to remind everyone to clean out your medicine cabinets. That's right. So anything from unused or old cosmetics to medications, both prescription and over-the-counter. I had tons of boxes of over-the-counter stuff that was all long since expired. I also had a ton of prescriptions that were things that were like meant to be like, if you need it, take it. And I didn't need it. Uh, Quite a few prescriptions for painkillers, which is where I'm going with this, uh, that we didn't take. Like we had one, then we were like, nope. And then had the rest of the bottle. This stuff is not a joke. Um, And I keep being haunted by hearing a study that they did off of um, like whatever the bay is called in the Seattle area. They were testing bivalves, like mussels, clams, oysters, all this. And the toxins, all of which were like coming from pharmaceuticals that were ending up in these things because everything's ending up in the ocean, right? So I'm going to stop blibbering. There's a number of reasons to get rid of it, but I'm going to read you something that I found on the LA County Department of Health website as far as this. Prescription and non-prescription drugs play a critical role in treating diseases and saving lives. However, unused and expired medications must be properly discarded so that they do not pose a risk to others. According to the National Community Pharmacists Association, an estimated 200 million pounds of unused or expired prescription drugs are stored in medicine cabinets across America. This situation provides easy access and an opportunity for the abuse of these medications by others for whom they were not intended. Now, that's something I never, ever thought about. I'm thinking about it on an environmental level, which is a huge thing, too. But it's that temptation or somebody seeing something there and like, I'm just going to take one of grandma's such and such or one of dad's blah, blah, blah. Uh, In L.A. County from 2000 to 2009, there was 8,265 drug-related deaths. Public health statistics show that 61% of those deaths involved a commonly abused prescription or over-the-counter drug. Of note, nearly 75% of residents who misuse prescription drugs obtain them from relatives or friends. Mm -hmm. So again, it starts with a, I'm just going to take one of these pills or I need to relax or whatever, you know. Deaths and illnesses caused by the abuse of prescription opioids are of national concern. The number of deaths each year from prescription opioids is now greater than the deaths from heroin, cocaine, and benzodiazepine drugs combined. That is a very, very sobering statistic. So I am 
doing this as a reminder, and I have three suggestions. First of all, no matter where you live, you can Google, how do I safely dispose of medication? I just did uh, so recently. They didn't have it forever, and I kept asking. They're like, the only one's in Burbank. But now my local CVS has a secure drop box. It looks like those metal boxes like Dare used to have where you drop off clothes or whatever. This is within the pharmacy. And they list what they do not accept. They can't take needles and they can't take expired vitamins for whatever reason. That is not a place to put that. But they will take any prescription. So whether it's over-the-counter or prescription, you scratch out or tear off your information. Okay, so it's none of your personal stuff there. You can put it in a Ziploc bag. I just kept it all in the original bottles, took a Sharpie with my name, right? Scratch out the RX number in my name, but left what it was. It doesn't matter. They're not reusing it or recycling it. And you put it in easy as can be. I brought in a huge bag and dumped it in at CVS. The other options that you have, if your local pharmacy does not have a drop box, I also found a company called Stericycle, where you seal and send it back to them. And we talked about something like this quite a while ago on the podcast. There's also, um, so that's Steri, S-T-E-R-I-C-Y-C-L-E.com. And then also safemedicinedisposal.org. So those are both great resources for how to dispose of it. A lot of these companies will send you the bag or the box with the instructions of what to do or to dump it all into the plastic bag, put it in the box, send it back. Please think about that. It's just like nobody's supposed to be tossing batteries just in the trash. Like these little things that I'm sure people think, what does it matter? Well, it matters a lot. So It matters a lot also because um, just from – that's always bothered me. That's something mm-hmm. that I have looked into, batteries and medication. Yep. Um, and one of the things about medication, too, is think of it this way. If you're like, what does it matter? I'm just one person, blah, blah, blah. It does matter. And here's why. They are finding more and more levels of medication and drugs in the sea life yep. just from our pee-pee. Right. Just from our pee-pee. <laughs> Not yep. the full pills being discarded improperly. So no, totally. don't add to that. Don't add to that. It's not that hard. You save it up. You do it once a month or once every five months, whatever you want to do. It's not difficult. I keep all my batteries together when they die. I just put them in a bag together. I keep my medications when I clean out. I just put them in a thing, you know. Yep. Um, Also, I would warn against saving medications and wanting to use them after the expiration date. I know it's so tempting, but you you cannot know uh the amount the dosage the effectiveness exactly so you may take too little you may take too much whatever just get rid of them and get rid of them properly absolutely that's just the best advice out there i think yep excellent jessica dana i think that's our show i think it is and i think alan will be thrilled because i have gotten three texts in capital letters with exclamation points saying how loud i am and that i'm yelling do you think he gets tired of sending those texts? Because he does it every time we record. He always knows when you're going to record. Do you? He's not going to hear this. He's not going to hear this. I know he he's going hear to hear it's this. In my no, but he listens to our show, so I know I'm he's going to hear it. Okay. Okay. Good. So then this will be a test. Say um, it. Do you think he gets a little joy from being able to be like, "You're loud." <laughs> 
I wish I could say so because it's not like it's ever with a laugh. It's pretty annoyed look. He's annoyed. Yeah, well, were you as loud as whatever was being drugged down the alleyway beside your house a few minutes ago? Isn't that no. horrific? So you win, Jessica. I like this new trend of me telling how you win every week. <laughs> it's actually a miracle that that's all that we heard and that it rained again this morning. Otherwise, we would oh, not so have been able rain. to record because they've been resurfacing and repaving my street. And I'm telling you right now, Dana, that shit has fallen off of my shelves and counters like this. It has shook like a giant, like the Jolly Green Giant has taken, what do you call those things that I'm holding on to? A that blast up the ground? Yes. A jackhammer. <laughs> like they're jackhammering my building. I'm telling you, every time it happens, I turn into one of the British nannies and Mary Poppins and I'm like, bases, everyone! You're going to get yelled at for that, what you just did. <laughs> it's really, really, really bad. <coughs> oh, my God. Well, we'll get out of here so you don't get in trouble. Um, I shared what I've been watching, which is the behavior panel uh, yes. on YouTube. That's very, very fun. Have you been watching anything new? Uh, Mandalorian season three is back. Pedro Pascal, I'm getting a double dose of uh, the Mandalorian and the Last of Us. Thank you, Mr. Pascal. Thank you, indeed. So yummy. Uh, I have Whew. some issues with the Mandalorian uh, because <laughs> I auditioned for that and I was in the mix for to, no. to the very, very end. And so now I feel like if I watch it, I'm going to be sad. Oh, because industry sorry. speak in the mean in the mix means you're very close. You're one of the last. So yes, yeah. yes, yes. Ouchie, ouchie. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's I okay. still want a baby Grogu. <laughs> oh God, I know, right? I want to. I want to. Uh, I want to Pascal. Okay. I was gonna say a baby one, but that's weird. I don't want a baby one. I want hey. the full grown man. <laughs> I'll tell you something else I've been watching that's a fun, quick watch uh, on hmm. YouTube is Hot Ones. And the newest one just dropped oh, with yeah. Pedro Pascal. And don't mm. think I didn't also watch the one with Idris Elba recently. Oh, no, 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 no. Wow, you want to turn the heat up? You watch that man on Hot Ones. Okay. Oh, I love him. Uh, I have watched that for a long time because my son thinks it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay. Well, before we get out of here, Jessica, I love to give everybody a point to ponder for the yes. week and then we'll be on our way. Um, I, I want to read you something that I wanted you to think about and then I'm going to put on top of it a little, put some little sugars on top of it a little okay. bit. Poetry and beauty are always making peace. When you read something beautiful, you find coexistence. It breaks walls down. Now, I thought that was really powerful, and you may be like, why specifically are you bringing this up today, Dana? Mm -hmm. And I'm bringing it up because a friend of mine this week shared a poem that they had mm -hmm. written that was very personal and private. They just shared it with a small group of us. Mm -hmm. um, and it was dealing with, uh, I suppose I should give a trigger warning, though I'm not going to go into this a ton. I'm just, mm -hmm. this is what the poem was about, uh, suicidal thoughts. And I've spoken many times about 
how um, I am so grateful that I have never struggled with that mindset. I do struggle mm-hmm. with depression. I'm open about that. All of those mm-hmm. things, quite a few. There are a lot of things, quote unquote, wrong with me. Faux show. Uh, I'm very grateful that that is not a struggle that I have. Mm-hmm. And this friend of mine um, wrote this very beautiful poem. And of course, because what it was about, there was a morbidity to it for sure. Mm-hmm. But it was also very beautiful. And it enabled me to see through his eyes how he deals with that to mm-hmm. be able to stay here. Mm-hmm. Okay. And when I was younger, I spoke about those things because I was ignorant uh, by saying, um, I just think it's the most selfish thing you could do to the people who you love. And I firmly believed that. And it was only in being around others who struggled with it, who talked to me about it, which must be so hard, um, that I have learned that that's not the case. That's not how they see it. And I'm sure it's different for everyone. But more often than not, they feel like they are a burden on the people they love. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter how much we say, no, you're not. They can't get that out. So anyway, that's my long-winded of saying the importance of it was a poem, okay? And a lot of people really Mm poo-poo poetry. (laughs) No, it just circles back to what I said earlier. Art makes progress. And I love that this, this quote says, and I'm sorry, I wish I knew who the quote was by. Oh, Mahmoud Darwish is who that's by. Sorry, I couldn't Hmm. see it. It was really small. Poetry and beauty are always making peace. I think we need a lot of peace in the world right now. Right? When you read something beautiful, you find coexistence. It breaks walls down. And that's what a poem like that would do for, has done for me. And I guarantee you, I'm not the only one. Mm -hmm. I was able to look at that and coexist. And um, maybe because I haven't experienced it, I can't empathize. I can't be in your shoes, but I understand it from your point of view. And I hope that that makes me a better friend. So I guess I'm just saying, go out there and look for the beauty. We all have creativeness inside of us. If it's not writing a poem, maybe you have a friend that does write poems. Read their stuff. See what's going on. It makes us better people and it makes change. Poetry and discussions and art have made me understand the LGBTQ plus community more, where they're coming from, um, you know, trans issues, all of that kind of thing. I feel like I, I get it from an understanding, uh, loving place. And that's the power of art. Okay. So think about this, that this week, we can all coexist no matter what our struggles are and we can help each other out because it does take a village, right? Indeed. Art makes change. Think about that. Connect with others. Connect with art to inform yourself about others. Don't live with blinders and just worry about you. Let's creatively and emotionally coexist. And the space to do that safely is within art. Do I just sound like a big (laughs) hoo-ha-ha? No. Do I just sound like a big California Dana? I don't think so. Powerful. <laughs> no, not at all. Thank you for that. I, yeah, I think it's important. And I would say if you feel like you ever want to do that, you don't have to share it with the world, but allow yourself that space. Yep. You'd be surprised how much healing comes through expressing your pain through art. 
be it words, totally. pictures, music, whatever. Anyway, that's my thought for this week. Just kind of chew on it a little bit this week, yeah? Great. All right. We'll be back next week, Jessica. Thank you, Dana. A pleasure as always. Please send me an invoice for how much pasta you are owed for this episode. <laughs> and we'll be back next week. Yeah. <laughs> Have a bye. good one, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs>